Located on 7th and Elm Street in Bloomington, Indiana, sits the Banneker Community Center. However, this building was not always a community center. Above the entrance to the building is a carving in the limestone which reads 1915 Banneker School. In 1915, the school opened as a segregated school known as the Banneker School for Colored Children. According to the Indiana Historical Bureau, the Banneker School was, quote, named after Benjamin Banneker, a free black man born 1731 in Maryland. Banneker published scientific almanacs and was one of the surveyors who platted Washington, D.C., end quote. In its first year, the school had 93 students registered and a total of three teachers. However, in 1949, Indiana General Assembly passed a law in which schools were required to begin integration. The Historical Bureau says the law required schools to stop enrollment of students based on race or color. Despite some reported protests against integration, segregation at the Banneker School ended in 1951. According to Bloomington City School Board minutes from July 10th of 1951, white students from the Fairview School transferred to the Banneker School for the first time and the name was changed to the Fairview Annex. The school later moved to a new location on 8th Street and was named the Fairview School. Since 1954, the Bureau reported the Banneker School to have been used as a community center where, quote, the center offered programs for children, teenagers, and adults, end quote. The community center lives on to this day with a passion for inspiring the community and residents to reach their fullest potential. And to help with this goal is the Banneker Community Center Advisory Commission. Joy Roberts and Nichelle Whitney are two of the commission members. Roberts said she has been involved with the Banneker Center for many years. Um, when my children were younger, they also went and participated in several programs. Um, in addition to that, I've always been an avid supporter and volunteer. Um, so I've partnered with them with several different programs. My student organization um, has also sponsored events and things with the Seneca Community Center. And for uh, maybe the last four or five years, I've been a board member. So definitely a lot of different levels of, of involvement with the Banneker Community Center. Whitney mentioned she had also volunteered at the Banneker Center for years before her current position on the Advisory Commission. Last week, that commission proposed two Black Lives Matter street murals to the Bloomington Arts Commission in efforts to further inspire the community and the city to work towards racial justice. The first street mural is said to be painted on Elm Street, running along the side of the Banneker Center. Whitney and Roberts both shared the importance of this location. It's really important that we did it around the Banneker Center to show the Banneker Center's commitment to Black people in this community. The Banneker Center is in a staple neighborhood that has largely served underrepresented people. We wanted to make sure that the children of the community and the citizens of the community, the parents of the community, know that they are valued and have something to, you know, really smile about. And this has been communicated from several different of our families. You know, they feel forgotten. They feel forgotten about. Um, they feel as though they aren't cared for at different times. So it was important for us to have that um, 
basically as a highlight um, to them as well um, so that they know that they are loved and this is truly to um, help highlight their lives. The center is working to engage artists of color to create a concept and design for the collaborative street mural. Whitney said this is all part of a much larger national movement to honor and recognize the, quote, challenges and existence of black people, end quote. With this, the project proposed for the street murals is not only about spreading a message with paint on pavement, but with active change. Whitney said the Banneker Advisory Commission is taking this chance to work with the city of Bloomington to create racial justice. So we are still working with the city to determine what those specific actions will be because we believe that it's a partnership. We're not going into this imploring or demanding anything from anyone. We want to have a shared vision and a collective goal and work towards that together. One thing that we are calling them to think about very intentionally is reallocating resources into black and brown businesses here, especially in light of all the things that have happened during COVID. Um, and then also really working with their racial justice task force to become an anti-racist community, to set up um, points of accountability for residents and citizens that violate those anti-racist policies and boundaries. The second mural proposed by the commission currently has an undetermined location. However, the commission desires that the mural will take place on a highly visited downtown Bloomington Street. Whitney said this location would take on a more political stance than the first mural, showing the city and county's commitment to black lives. Robert said this street mural may look more similar to the mural seen painted in other cities. We're looking at that one being high traffic paint. Um, so maybe the bright yellow, um, and I believe there was another color um, available, but you know we're looking to that one being more of a statement and more, you know, in a place where more people frequent. And, you know, we know that it will um, ruffle some feathers, uh, but downtown, we're not sure where yet, but it will most likely be the solid color, um, high traffic paint. Robert said the Banneker Advisory Committee is asking the city to fund these murals. She mentioned potential funding coming from funds reserved for events which did not take place due to COVID-19. Specifically, Whitney said they have been working with city departments involved in overseeing the Black and Brown Arts Festival and other initiatives geared toward celebrating Black artists. She said the city has shown immense commitment to see the project through. However, Roberts said no specific location for the funds has yet been determined. Regardless of where the funds come from, Roberts said she hopes to see a lasting impact. There are a number of things that I would love to see and hope to see. And, you know, again, what that looks like is ever changing. But the main thing is um, for those that are of color, for, for black lives that live in this community, they need to know that they matter and they need to see that and they need to be welcomed in spaces, even just for myself and my children to be able to see that they are respected and loved and cared about and not looked at as um, a problem. For WFHB, I'm Sydney Foreman.